0: This is wake, wake, up, up, wake up. Wake up, wake up, wake up. This is your couple joe podcast back again for the summer. Uh, I'm your host, Joe, and we're back for a uh, second summer season of the uh couple joe uh podcast here. And uh we're back with a few of the people that we started <laughs> from last year. Uh we have you remember Vincent Dooley and uh we also have over here we have mr romel uh gibson give him a hand give him a hand give him a hand and uh we're chilling in the coffee shop shop if you like me uh i don't necessarily do coffee but i do the herbal teas all that good stuff i had to have the uh loaded teas in the morning uh so whatever you are wherever whatever you uh drink whatever you uh uh uh, like to sip on grab you a. A cup of it and we gonna uh discuss father's day again back again for father's (laughs) day and uh we have some as i was telling them some some uh great minds in the coffee shop uh today again again we have uh mr vincent dooley and uh mr romel gibson and we're talking today uh from the topic uh who your folks (laughs) <laughs> you know, when you when someone, we only ask that uh when someone has done something good really good or really bad, my, mainly on my end for where I'm from. I don't know how it is with y'all. When you're really bad ask who, who are you related to? Who are your people? Oh yeah, that's oh, okay, I understand. You relate to the Joneses. Okay, I get it now. <laughs> and so um, my thought process was was carrying. As a father, you know, how do you prepare your kids to carry? It's a lot of topics we're gonna try to get to. uh, uh but ca- you know, carrying your, your, your name, how do you prepare your kids for when they're out of your presence to carry your name, to carry the Gibson name, to carry the Dooley name. And, you know, discussing like what is your name and, and what do you know about family history to carry the Moore name? And so I was mulling over over that. It's like, maybe let me get some some people that you know a little bit smarter than me that could maybe talk to y'all <laughs> about that <Really>? most definitely <laughs> why am i here then <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly i was about to say "Roe, really did he do that <laughs> the, yes 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 uh y'all are such a hit i gonna tell you uh so I, you know, we moved on and did a whole lot of different, uh, uh, podcast shows, but that one continued to do like great numbers. And it was like, it was, it was long, not going to be as long as we were, uh, last year, but, uh, I had some of my students, so I teach computer science and, you know, Kid, they they love to research everything but what they you know supposed to research so they gonna research and find everything out about me like geez so they found a podcast and i like it because it's like oh man i love the father's day show like what that show is almost a year old and uh, you know i had 10 15 more people listen so i said i had to bring uh y'all back to talk about this you know how do we how do we continue how do we how how important is name and how do we continue to uh uh build a name but first before i get into that topic and this might be off the topic but this may be just for me you might help someone uh along the way but this may you that this may be just for me so you all are fathers to y'all have daughters Amen. <laughs> so you have uh a, an adult, Mr. Dooley. You, your daughter's an adult. Yo, your, your kids out. <laughs> you yes. know, and <laughs> yes, we praise, we praise God. Oh, for that yes, yes. <laughs>
1: And hey, uh yeah, out of my house, but not quite out of my pocket. <laughs> I don't
0: think that ever. <laughs> oh goodness. And uh Mr. Gibson you uh your 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 kids your you you have you know yours range you you are a quintessential girl dad because you got another girls
2: (laughs) three girls jesus
0: three girls (laughs) and they're all in and it's interesting they're all in different phases you know what i'm saying Oh, yeah. of, uh, of 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 uh, you know teenage girl and and this and then and the other, so I have a teenage girl in the house and it may be just for me. How is it? How do y'all manage being a girl dad? Because y'all have done it. Y'all y'all have a lot more practice, <laughs> not practice. You say <laughs> a lot more time than uh, me. And it's it to me is different. <laughs> it's different than with my with my boys. So can you talk? I'm gonna I'm gonna start with
2: uh, Romeo because you you know you're the man. <laughs> um, so I don't have a reference point for it being different than raising a son because all I have is my three girls. You know, right, right. And I know that you know as a. As a young man myself who has been a boy before, and I have two brothers, I know how we interacted. I know how rough we played and that kind of thing. So I kind of have a, a reference point. But as far as raising one, all I have is is my three girls. And um, so because of that, I of course rely heavily on my wife for for things, especially things like you know, hair and stuff like that. But as far as um, just raising them and being a father in the home, they are, to be honest, are they have helped me even um, how do I say it? You'll understand it because both of you, you know, have daughters, so <laughs> me tap into my more sensitive side that I wouldn't have had, I believe, um, otherwise, and help me be able to see things in a different. Like, because, you know, men are from Mars and women are from Venus. So <laughs> so, so we think differently, but um, it for, they force me because I'm outnumbered. So they force me to have to uh, sit back and try to figure out why they think the way they think or do some of the things they do. And then come to the conclusion that it, it's not that what you feel or what you're thinking is wrong. It's just different mm. than the way I'm naturally wired because I'm a man, you're a woman. And so... Um they've helped me in many ways, man. I'm probably more emotionally in tune with things now than I ever would have been had I not had daughters, I'll tell you that. Because mm. I, I grew up um with grandfathers who were man, you know, men's men. They mm. worked yeah. one of them was a truck driver, one of them worked at a plant, but they got off work and then they worked on cars and had shops and and you know, they did the manly stuff and so <laughs> watched baseball or the sports that they watched. And so it's like, if you were not extra masculine, then you were not a man. And they didn't really show affection and you didn't really get the hugs and the I love yous as much. You saw it in their action because they worked and they provided and they, that in that way. And that's kind of what I knew until getting married and then having daughters. And I had to tap into a sensitive side that I didn't even realize I had. And so I'll say that's one of the key things about raising daughters is they they pull that out of me, and in fact, pulling that out of me um, makes it available for them when they need a male perspective, but they need me to be a little more sensitive. And so, we're still growing in that area, but that's what comes to mind first for me. Mm. Uh, Mr. Dooley, what uh, what about? So you can give that contrast
0: because you have uh, you have a, a a girl, you have a young girl, and you have a young a young man as well. So tell us. You know what's the difference you see? You know raising. I. You know, uh, well, first of all, let me say uh, Happy Father's Day
1: to you guys and. Uh, thank you. Uh, happy Father's Day to you as well. Honor the presence of uh, uh, two great men. <laughs> so Happy <the> Father's Day <laughs> to you all, and I'm just proud right. of uh, the fathers that you all have become, and uh, just gives me great joy uh, to watch y'all uh, in this position that you're in. So I want to say first of all, say that, and thank you for having me on the show. Thank uh, you. Thank so, you but uh to answer your question, it is a uh different contrast i you know growing up I always uh would say when i when I got married and had kids, I wanted to have uh my boy first you know I wanted to have the boy because I definitely wanted to give back here. Mm-hmm. To, you know to extend my name to my son so uh uh you know that was the first priority you know and then after that, I really didn't have uh uh you know i said a boy and a girl i said my boy first and a girl Mm -hmm. Uh, i didn't know quite know why i you know i made that request you know i could have said two boys or two girls you know but i made a specific request and obviously i'm thankful that he gave me that in that order so uh i guess you can have what you say right (laughs) but uh, (laughs) (laughs) yeah but, but anyway so uh having that contrast uh has been great because it uh i think um Rommel touched on it so uh, well about the sensitivity. It gave me that balance. So I think having uh, a, a, a male, a boy and a girl gave me that balance. It gave me uh, how to be tough, how to be strong, how to be rigid, how to be uh, uh, disciplined, but also gave me a sensitivity, you know, that actually worked for both of them, you know, and it helped me watch this. It helped me to understand even uh the dynamics of uh my wife and thinking you know how you know just just wear perspective uh, from a uh, female side you know especially as my daughter's gotten older you know there's another level of maturity in our conversation so i'm still yet uh learning uh from from a little girl now to a young lady uh even just her mindset on a young, uh, on, from a young know, lady's perspective, it's still, I'm still at a learning, a uh, uh, learning spot. And there are still sensitive areas as they matriculate to being a young lady. So that has been a uh, eye opener sometimes, you know, uh, uh head scratcher sometimes. <laughs> 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 but the sensitivity, I, I, I don't want to regurgitate everything, but I uh Romell said it so uh eloquently that the, the sensitivity that she brought to my life was was a good balance uh for me as a father and as a man, you know, so uh, you know, and, and and just and really uh, just enlighten me on um uh, if you understand uh it's, it's sort of like if you understand get to know a person understand how they operate or what's their mode of operation, it gives you a a, a Better, uh, You can better communicate with them. You can better uh, uh, understand the why, you know. And uh, so it helped me in that regard, you know. But, it, you know, it has its challenges, too, you know, because there's something that that uh, you discover that I just don't have a clue. On, on, <laughs> yes. on, you know, I'm a fixer. So dad being a fixer, you, know, you want to fix, fathers want to fix everything. There are certain things that I had to learn how to navigate. I can't fix this but I have to be an ear, right. You know, yes. how to, it, to be an ear, but not try to fix it. So, you know, that, that was a growing uh, exercise for me, you know, but once you figure that out, you know, uh, cause sometimes I was trying to fix things and they just want a dad's ear, you know, mm-hmm. uh, so I I need to, you know, Whereas a, a guy, you know, with my son, I can say, hey, do this, do this. This is what you need to do. This is what we need to do. So, you know, or, you know, but sometimes, I'm like, okay, it's gonna be all right, you know, it's gonna be all, right, sweetie, you know, uh, let me hear you out. You yeah. know, so that's a whole different approach. <laughs> <You know. laughs> so anyway, I, I hope that made it.
0: <laughs> Yes, it did. It did, it made a, it made a lot of sense. It and the sensitive part, uh I I totally agree. Like, you know, certain things I didn't think of think about. Uh, uh, with my son, that I thought about with my daughter, because she actually brought it to my attention. Like she's like, uh, uh, she said something to the effect of, you know, why do why do uh, most people raise us to to just be like cook and wives and stuff like that? But with guys, they don't do that. I was like, uh, um. <laughs> Don't talk to your mama. <laughs> no, but we, we just sit and discuss it. I was like, she right. You know, she's like, all mine's like dolls and I had kitchen set and blah, blah, blah. You know, she was just talking about, and it was just a simple conversation about toys, which was I hour to be like, uh, so, you know, we discussed career and we discuss, you know, what house you're going to get without, putting a marriage caveat on it because she like everything geared towards marriage and it made me sensitive to things like that and to me to me it it, is that's what made it a lot more difficult (laughs) you know (laughs) because I have to sit in and really really you have to really talk (laughs) with my son's like it's like no yeah boy go (laughs) And then right. sometimes talk, but right. let me ask. Uh, let me ask. I was almost about to call you by your title. Let me ask Romel, because <laughs> I don't want you to do that to me. <laughs> but, no, no. <laughs> let me ask Romel, because as especially your your uh, your old your your oldest uh, daughter kind of has been. You've seen different uh, a few different. Uh, I don't say not de- generations, not decades either, but things have changed from when she was like elementary to. so, has it become, you know, with with daughters, or let's just say children in general has it become a little different, a little difficult <laughs> has you have you had to kind of change a little bit because in this like in this age we're in now, has it made it? You know, a little bit more difficult parenting from what you've seen. You know. Um.
2: Yes, to a certain extent, there there are difficulties. I'll say that. Uh huh. But the overall idea of parenting her, I don't think, has been difficult. Is just different. If that, if that makes sense. I, yes. I'll give you yes. an example, and I won't use her. I use the middle daughter. So my okay. middle daughter, Mariah, is about to be 13. She'll be 13 in October. Wow. But then I have two teenagers in the home at the same time. But it's still a gap because the oldest is 16, who in just a few months after she after Mariah turns 13, she'll be 17. So wow. yeah. And so <laughs> Mariah went through a phase where she had gotten upset with me because I was a little stern on her about something that she needed to do that she hadn't done. She got upset with me, and took it upon herself to be intentional with dodging me and not having conversations. So the first time in our whole life, we and instead of me correcting her or reprimanding her, I told my wife, I said, "I'm gonna play the game and see how long she can play it, just because I want her to learn the lesson out of it." So we literally, because I have a, I'm the one who drops her off at school. I'm the one who, if you need anything extra money and any of that stuff you're going to be asking me so you gotta have a conversation with me at some point man she went without the extra stuff she needed oh wow she, wow she we oh, wow. yeah it wow. was like almost like a three-week period it left home where she wouldn't well but she we didn't talk and ultimately man, it did hold
1: it out with your own. <laughs>
2: <She's holding> out. <laughs> He was holding out. And I had made up my mind that as the adult, and I know I'm going to cut it off at a certain point and force her to have to face me. But before I could do that, there are need roles that she had no choice but to talk. And for, for me to say, oh, so now you need to talk, huh? So you needed me before I need you. Kind of, you know, go through that whole thing. <laughs> but, but I never had to deal with that kind of change in our relationship when they were younger. They were just daddy's girls and laid up on daddy and whatever. But the older they get, the hormones and things start changing, you know, and it causes them to to respond differently to my voice than they did when they were younger. And so with the oldest one now, of course, driving and working and doing everything on her own, there's another level of freedom that I have to give her, but still a clear understanding that you're still only 16. And there's some things, some parameters I have to put around. Uh, You don't just have free reign to do whatever you want. You ain't grown yet. You know, that kind of thing. And so there, that poses a challenge a little bit because the older they get, the more they feel like I am grown and you got to kind of rein that in and tell them you're not. But at the same time, I have to make sure that I'm not simply putting parameters around her for the sake of um, just proving that I'm dad and I got the power. Like I have to realize (laughs) that she has grown up and not only has she grown up, but the entire time she's shown me that she's responsible. She's the oldest. so she's, She helps with um, the others and maybe even transporting them to certain places or whatever. She drives them now and and she does hair anyway. So since she does hair, it's like a little side job. Why not do their hair and help them? So in many ways, she's become a I won't say a third parent, but she's become a major help to the yeah. ebbs and of our household because now she can drive and drop off and pick up and all that kind of stuff. So awesome. yes, the challenges have been there, but they're just growing, but they, it hasn't been bad. It's just growing pains. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's, good. That's
0: I, good. I, I, uh, uh, Mr. Dooley, I, I ask you the same thing as well. Coming through, have have you seen things change or be a little different? And I speak, I really speak to like because culture. I know with mine, culture makes it, it makes it interesting. You got to be, I, I, with me, I have to be a whole lot wiser. Especially with my daughter, cause she's very intelligent and yeah. she get that from a mama. <laughs> so <laughs> that's why I send up to a mama. But anyway, <laughs> Mr. Mr. Dooley, what uh what say you?
1: You know, uh you, you know, man, I, I have so Romeo hit on something that that was so good, but uh it's with the culture, you know, you 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 know, your kids, they have, they're exposed to a lot more than, than you are at an earlier age, you know, and so, um, the things that I was taught or the things that, you know, you watch, you know, your siblings and I went up with, you know, they're facing, they're facing a whole different set of parameters, rules, and, and worldly (laughs) uh, experiences, should I say, Mm -hmm. you know, so. Uh, one of the challenges is to not uh, helicopter as a parent, you know, not be insensitive, Mm -hmm. you know, to and because everything is not the same, you know, uh, 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 everything is not the same in terms of when I was growing up to when they're growing up and when she's growing up, you know, when when they're growing up. So you have to really uh, uh, one of the things that helped me be a good listener to hear, to hear what they are not saying. You know when they're saying something, you know here <laughs> well, here beyond what has been said, you know, uh, and that like I think you hit on, it, it takes another level of wisdom, you know, and one of the things uh that i that just helped me is i I pray it's like, okay lord i i I don't know how to raise them without your help
0: <laughs> <laughs> <My>.
1: <laughs> I know how to you know, uh, and especially. Never. I'm a male, especially, I, I know what males go through. So me, and, my son and I, we can relate a little bit, mm. you know, to, to life journeys and experience. But as a female, you know, I don't, you know, so you're really going to help. Me. Thank God for wives, you know, thank yes. God for my wife. Like you, Joey, you know, I, I can say, all right, go talk to your mama with when he, <laughs> you know, but, um, but I said all that to say that uh, just the wisdom, I would say the, the what helped me through those different, times like that and understand the culture changes and the differences is is praying for the wisdom to uh not necessarily whether I agree with it or not but help me to understand it to help them navigate uh help her navigate through uh whatever they're going through and whatever they're dealing with so that was probably uh I mean I know that's not a real deep and <laughs> revelatory thing yeah, but that's it's simple um... you know' it did, this didn't come with any um instructional manuals <laughs> so <yeah. laughs> uh, but but the wisdom comes like if you just sit back and listen a lot of times you uh you know you hear uh you uh, you, you 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 things will be revealed that that are not said that you can address in a mm-hmm. in a song once you get once they know that you know you they have your ear then the trust and the openness you know, uh, will be there. And when you get that, then you get to the root of what's going on and how, and then you, you can navigate them. And then the wisdom comes on how to navigate them through whatever they're going through. So I don't
0: know yeah. if that answers question, yeah.
2: that, that, so, that, that was good.
0: That was great.
2: So, so you just, if you don't mind, uh, Joe, you, you do you just said something that, um, kind of heightened another thought in my mind. And that is, um, I'm. Ha- I've had to learn since we talk about the culture, you know, and we're on the other side of it now. But the pandemic was a massive yes. disruption to the culture, mm-hmm. and so I, in the pandemic, had to learn how to overcome what I, what I personally call the old man syndrome. And what I mean, what I mean by the old man syndrome is simply this: you know, old people would always tell the younger generation, and anytime the younger generation would bring up something. We try to make them feel like they're what they're saying is not valid because shoot, I had to walk seven miles and go to if they say, Well, my back hurt, your back hurt for what? It ain't like I had to carry pails of water on my shoulder, like, my back to get, you know, or I'm stressed out. Stressed out. You don't pay no bills, you don't got no nothing. And we kind of belittle them communicating their real feelings. Right. Makes them want, either makes them second guess whether or not their feelings are valid, or it makes them say, I can't tell him anything because he's not going to believe or respect that what I'm saying is accurate. And so during the pandemic, I I had to become more aware of the fact that I'm not the only person being negatively affected by uh, quarantining or not having the social circles to be around or the virtual learning and how different that actually is. And so my girls were communicating how emotionally they were struggling in some areas as a result of it. And the disconnecting, you know, was, was causing some depression even in some ways Yes, we had to, we had to tackle and target dead on. And as a parent, um, it's important to when they, when they cry out, Take that, even if it's not seriously uh, in the beginning, you gotta take it seriously because you just don't know, and right. investigate, but investigate from a place of being non-judgmental, mm-hmm. Unders- understanding that you're yes you're younger than I am, but you're a human, and there are certain human responses to change that we just all have, and so just like I'm bothered by the fact that I don't have human interaction. You sh- I can understand where you you feel that way as well or because I'm bothered that I'm having to do work on- virtually I understand why you're struggling because your teacher's struggling to teach you the same level virtually so you're not learning the same way so mm-hmm. if your grades are slipping a little bit during this virtual time I can't count it's almost like the NBA you know I'm a Lakers fan and I love I love my Lakers but if I be honest the, <laughs> the- the bubble championship ain't the same as the real championship. They didn't play Thank the same game. You. Thank you. It ain't oh, the same. I, I, I count it now because I'm going to count it. I count it. But it wasn't – you can't pat yourself on the back because you won a championship during the bubble because it wasn't the same. The, that's the way I took even – I mean, be honest. That's the way I took their grades during the pandemic is if you come home with a C – or whatever, and you have traditionally been a straight A student or A B student. I'm not gonna say it's because you're slacking and not doing your work. It's because you're having a difficulty navigating this platform, and your teachers probably even having a difficulty with learning how to grade what it is you're doing, and so it don't count. It, I mean, it counts, but it don't. That season didn't count, and when. When you can say that to your child who knows that you have a standard already in your household of, of academic excellence and you want to see them excel and they're on pins and needles and nervous because they're struggling and they don't know how to communicate that to you as a parent, you let them off the hook a little bit by saying that and you can just see the air come out of the balloon. They go, oh, man, like freedom to get them. And that's a, that was something I had to learn on as I went, you know, because who can tell me how to parent during a pandemic? We never had it before. No. None wow. of my mentors, none of Dooley, I consider as a distant mentor as well. And watching him, you know, all my adulthood, but I couldn't call him because you were pregnant <laughs> for the first time in a pandemic too, uh-huh. and, and husband, right. and, and and everything else you do through a pandemic, we were all learning as we go. So, um, I just he you your conversation just brought that up in my mind. He is we talk about the culture and how the culture affects how they think and how you parent. That was a big one that, that for three years in a row, we, in many ways, we are still in some ways dealing with the after effects of what the pandemic did for a lot yes. of people. Because yes. a lot yeah. of people are still overly, I believe, reliant on virtual right now, even in the church world. And mm-hmm. everybody, the, you, look, you look on LinkedIn, they'll tell you there's still an overwhelming search for virtual work. People don't want to go back to offices <laughs> That's now. That's true. They develop <laughs> new true. norms. And you gotta figure out how to navigate that new culture or that new reality. Yes. That's right. You know, you know
1: one of the other things, you know, and I'm, I'm gonna say this uh and it's shifting a little bit, but That's uh true. one thing about uh that I had to learn in between back to that father daughter balance, uh, is uh when you become a father, I'm sure all of y'all everyone on the call will attest to this that. As a father with a girl, you become very protective. Yes. You're super <laughs> protective. And uh one lesson that I had to learn is I never forget it. Uh my son, when he was getting ready to go to college, you know, I was champion, hey, go wherever you go, go, you know, go off, you know, do your thing, you know, experience college life, you know, uh you know, wherever you want to go, go, you know, you know. Uh but my daughter, I had to catch myself, you know. <laughs> 'Cause I really wanted her to stay close. <laughs> you know, but if y'all y'all know my daughter, she's a very independent, <laughs> independent thinker. Mm-hmm. She's a smart girl, you know. <laughs> you know, so I think you know, she challenged me, asked me well, oh, my wife may have said, Why you wanna uh uh, uh guard where she goes, but you gave him the liberty and the freedom <laughs> to express himself. <laughs> mm-hmm. So what I had to learn was how to balance being the protector, but not being overprotective, yes, you know, uh, but still letting her fly and sail in her world, just like I did my son. Ooh, so that's really hard. A, that was hard, is- hard to do. <laughs> that was that's hard. I'm saying it, but it was harder to navigate <laughs> than, than, than I'm saying it. But, but, but what I realized is I could have stunted her development as uh, an independent woman in the world. You know, and it it becomes a little bit uh, old school massage in there. You know, kind of uh, you know, yeah. you yeah. know. So I had to. Uh, that was one thing I wanted to point out that I that was a big adjustment for me. You know, uh, with my son, but I but of course she went off uh, to to Howard and did her thing, and 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 it's been the it's been a blessing to her and us. You know, uh, just to see her her uh, blossom like uh, both of them, but but to see her and not not for me to be overprotected by stifling that in her mm-hmm. so i just wanted to put so, that out
0: there. that i mean that was actually what i was going to uh go into it of of how to hold how do you hold on and how do you let go as your children oh. grow i was going to ask you all that because yeah <laughs> while you have howard i have one that says i want to go to school in canada and i'm like <laughs> well i'm moving too <laughs> well, okay where are we going where, where are we where are we going i found some spots where we get house. and she's like no <laughs> and at first i was like no you know you are not she said that in sixth grade so oh, wow. and she's continued like first it was france she's like man i want to go to school in france <laughs> I was like okay yeah whatever and but i had to be sensitive like uh, uh mr dooley said i had to had to like listen and, and kind of let go on that and really, so, you know, join it. So we are looking like, um, her 16th birthday, we're going to take a family trip to to Canada because <laughs> she says she wants to go. So we're going, we're going to go. She wants to go look at some schools and all that. And I'm like, Jesus, <laughs> <laughs> that's very hard for, for me to do. And I had to weigh it with how I treated my son as well. I don't want to regurgitate uh, what you said, but it was the same thing Cause mine. I was like, man, go. But this one's like, man, you don't want to know schools? I mean, UA is a great school. <laughs> <laughs> roll tide. He's like, yeah, Roll Tide and all, but I'm going to Canada. <laughs> you know? And she said, okay, well, great. I'll go to UA, but it, uh, you know, I will go to Canada after UA. So, <laughs> and to know my daughter, she's like, she said, hey, I mean, I'm going to Canada. We can go after UAR you, you can go, we can go straight on. So she's like, okay. Online
2: at UA from Canada. <laughs> <laughs> right.
0: That's her thing. And so that yeah. man, that was, and then you said something about um about the uh, about COVID that uh that struck out. That was my that's my daughter's only, I think. C or D, like she's straight A, B, A, B, all that. She made a D and like the lost it. <laughs> and at first it was like, <laughs> uh, oh no, she's, she, she, go. please stop crying. Cause you're going to make us cry. I mean, she, she went in, it's like, I, I'm tired of this. I just want, and it affected her. You know, we had to be very sensitive to the fact that she, she was just not taking, um, uh, being locked in and all that she wasn't taking that uh, virtual school she wasn't taking that well at all and it was in it was an adjustment and a difference uh, for us but that was good stuff listen I don't want to stay man come listen <laughs> I I got a whole lot but I'm gonna move on to really the topic of the day of the day so I really want to discuss this this legs as a father uh, and how important is I guess legacy. So i want to ask this question. How do you, (laughs) I'm going to wrap, try to wrap all this up in a bow and, 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 and and, and put all this together. So as it relates to family history, how do you, do you uh, uh, discuss, you know, generational things with your, with your kids, with your uh, sons, daughters, whoever, and, you know, how do you, how do you discuss it? How do you discuss history to, to habits? And cause like, you know, I had to catch myself doing that, you know, and full disclosure, it's a lot going on in my family history (laughs) that I, that I'm still finding out a lot of stuff, you know, like i was you know i had to uh I, I was uh i'm a preacher and so i had to preach on and 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 my mom saw it online and some of her folks saw it and was like man you look just like your great granddad bishop xyz I was like what yeah he was right over there he's well he had a church in tuscaloosa but he lived right over in Burma i'm like hello been here 20 years and you just not telling me <laughs> and so that would have been great to know to understand me so uh i i use that to, to just just how do y'all use history how do y'all deal with history and generational habits good or bad uh as it relates to your kid i'm gonna start with you. you shake your head i'm gonna start with you duly
1: <laughs> we both i think we both were shaking our head <laughs> yeah <laughs> well (laughs) listen you ask a hard thing sir (laughs) (laughs) you know but uh seriously that is a uh that is a uh still unveiling (laughs) process (laughs) yeah (laughs) you know for me uh you know because it you you battle with how much do you tell uh you know and even the pride of you says how embarrassing you know, do I want to tell this, you know, because it's embarrassing or it's not so pleasant, you know? Uh, uh, So that's tough. But I think at the end of the day, um, it's important that we do, when we recognize, I'll start with this, when you recognize certain trends, cycles, or patterns, or habits, you know, and, and you can identify and trace them back to family history, I think at that point, you you To me, do you have to start uh, trying to address them and reveal them and bring light to them, you know, uh, because uh, otherwise it can attach themselves to, you know, uh, the person that's that's unbeknownst to them, where is this coming from? (laughs) <laughs> you know uh and, and you know especially in this day of mental health and all that stuff you know just mentally if you know i'm talking about at this point the negative things or the negative things that you don't like that you see maybe uh, a family cycle uh that's trying to repeat itself you know if you can uh knowledge is key if you can know uh the background the root um it begins the, either the healing process or the deliverance process. <laughs> so, but, you know, it just, and it shows you how to fight that, you know, it, it, and it, it's not an embarrassing thing at that point. It becomes, uh, I this thing has to stop here, mm-hmm. you know? So I think family history is important in that regard, but it, it's also important on the positive side because it brings uh, a sense of identity, you know, mm-hmm. a lot of times, uh, we need to know who we are, you know. That's why people a lot of times go back to ancestry, you know, to think that they're they're they, they were they're from kings and you know uh queens and mm-hmm. that gives you a sense of pride of who you are. So now I'm living today as I you know, I know where I come from. I know my family history. We were proud, we were we were hard workers, you know, and that stuff you can carry that legacy on, you know, uh, uh to your children's children. Yeah. You know, and gives yourself a, a, a awareness and a pride about yourself. So uh, uh, I'm not, I'm not going to take over monopoly. I know. I know you Gibson see. has something to say on this. <laughs>
0: you got some good
1: stuff. He'll Gibson. tie it all up. You know, I just threw it
0: out there.
2: <laughs> tie it <laughs> up. <laughs> I definitely <laughs> can't tie it up. I, I, I may unravel the whole thing and, and we'd be stuck here. Um, Man, listen. I, I, I have to be careful because there's so much I could say and, you know, you got to be wise with, you know, my family could be listening. And so I definitely am not going to put us out there, but I, I will say, and maybe you, everybody just read between the lines, but we have a lot of family members. My family is probably the largest family you will ever meet and they're on so many different sides. And so I kind of was, to some extent, is there an embarrassment there about certain things? Probably so, but I actually had no choice maybe, but to overcome that and make my children early on aware of some family history, because I don't want them to grow up and fall in love with a cousin. <laughs> I'm, I'm hey, to honest. That's true. Yeah out of ignorance because they just didn't know. And to be honest, um, I moved to Alabama from Chicago. Had I not moved to Alabama, there were hundreds of family members I would have never known existed. I would have been in Chicago in our bubble. Our family was fairly large in Chicago that the delegation that was there I would have been fine with it. But when we moved here, we found out a lot about our family history because we moved to Alabama. It was the same thought. Like, I got to tell you this because now you live in Alabama. So there was no chance of marrying a cousin, probably a you never would have met. But now that you're here, we got to let you in that this happened and this happened and whatever. And it was, I was like 13 years old finding this stuff out. Some of it was shock, some of it was painful. But looking back on it, thank you, Lord, that they overcame whatever embarrassment that could have been to include me in on some of the family history things because. Now I have I know enough to be able to share it with my own children mm-hmm. um, because the more the generations have children, the larger our family grows, you know. <laughs> um, so from that standpoint, yes, um, it's important to, for them to know family history. But as Bent uh, said, not just the negative side, but the positive side as well, because I found um, it was one day after actually I was about to leave church. And someone walked up to me and said, I thought I saw your daughter's name in this notebook. Um, this, I think this may belong to your oldest daughter or whatever. And the notebook didn't look familiar to me. So I said, let me look in it and see. And I opened it up, man. And it was poem after poem, after short story, after looked like song lyrics, looked like. And I'm, I had no clue that my children were being downloaded all this creativity and had writing in them. I didn't know it. And so I was able to go back and say, I did the same thing when I was your age. And the reason why I'm a songwriter now, it didn't start out just as songs. It started out, I won an essay contest for our whole district in Chicago when I was in third grade. I beat out seventh and eighth graders in my writing. Wow. And so this is a generational gift, just mm-hmm. like personal curses. I think we highlight oftentimes the generational negative things that happen. Every This person got pregnant at 17, then her mom got pregnant at 17, then that one got pregnant at 17. And so we try to give, you know, education to our next child who's 16. Don't get out there and do what everybody else in the family did at 17, <laughs> you know? <laughs> we reprimand them on that and make them aware of that. But we don't highlight the things like all of the wins are all funny. And they say, if you think we're funny, you should have a conversation with our mom. She's the biggest comedian in the family. Or you look at the whinings and you go, man, all the whinings, even their kids and their children's children sing, but then you find out, dang, mom and pop sing. And and so that's a generational blessing. And I don't think we do enough um, to share with our children just the inheritance that they have as well, the generational blessing that they have that they can actually hone to become Resource for them, even in the yes. future. You know what I mean. So yes, it's important. I, family history is extremely important on both sides if we want to be good parents. I think we do our our children a disservice and in some ways, it's bad parenting not to make them aware of the the the, the totality of who they are. Yes, that's right. Right.
1: That's, and yeah. another component to that uh, is is the even the health component. You know, just family. Yes. Uh, it's yep. bad you know or you know things like that which can now uh tell your kids how you know there's a uh, diabetes or whatever runs you know it, it now they they can make a choice a conscious choice to uh not you know um expedite that or they can actually uh um do something to curtail curtail that yeah and keep that from uh being something that you pass on to their kids so yeah. you know just from an old oh, health standpoint it's important to uh, reveal family history and, and all that stuff you know so
2: yeah yes. i'm not trying to tell you that you're going to have diabetes but i am telling you all Correct. of us have sweet teeth that's, <laughs> yes. right. So, that's right i i see myself in you you can eat a whole cake because i can't <laughs> no, because i don't want us to Absolutely. We, we can curtail some of this yes yes Absolutely. yes, yes. That's right.
0: yes. Yep. Yep. And 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 especially that's really one of the things I wanted to hone in on is the generational. I like that gifts, uh, and like one of the thing, one of the thing, one of the mistakes I, I I almost made was with my son. I really really pushed him towards music, and now he's musically gifted. He can play drums, um, he he sings. He was in the choir. He he made like an all state choir and all this stuff. He, I mean, he understands his keys better than me. I'll be like, mm, like, "What key is that?" He's like, "Oh yeah, that's 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 a uh, C or that's blah blah blah." <laughs> he can say, he can do it. But uh, because I knew my family history as it relate to music, uh, that my mom's dad, my mom's granddad was like uh, uh, play with with play with. Uh, I was gonna say Whitfield. No, what's the other one? Dorsey. You know he played with him, and all that stuff, yeah, uh he was a uh, c m e musician, like like one of the men i and i forgot I forgot the name. all I remember is is her talking about him playing, but um he uh but then, on the other side of that, with my wife's side, they're athletes, a lot of them uh are athletic, and track is one of the big things. And, like, when I tell you that boy loves track and field, he loves it. Like, like he could tell you. He knows everybody. I say a name. Uh, do you know Whitfield May? Oh, yeah, he ran a XYZ, and he has this, and he's blah, blah. I mean, he could tell you everything. I'm like, bro, I just found this. I mean, he keeps up with it. He loves track and field. And and I was going to put and my thing. was I was pushing toward music, but he was like, no, this is my thing. I really want to get in this. I really, really, really want to do track. He was like, I'll play. He said, I'll play. I'll probably end up playing for someone, gigging somewhere. He's like, I can, I can do that. But he's like, this, I know I'm meant to. And I'm like, in my mind, like, but how? We, you know, we're athletes, but we like football. Where's the football at, bro? <laughs> and track. <laughs> that was one of their, that was, that was one of their things is uh track and field. And that's a generational. That's a gift for him. I mean, he 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 knows how it works. He he knows how he wants to make money in it, and he knows what he wants to do. I um, mean, he has big plans for it. And if you know, if not knowing, figuring out that history, trying, really trying to hone in, and trying to be the best parent. If you will, uh no, you're gonna be in the music because this is what the Lord has for us. <laughs> no, nah, let him do what, what he you know wants to do. Have any of y'all experienced that like I know what my daughter, I know what my son is gonna do, and they come in like, oh, <laughs> that's this this is them. This is this is them. This, you know, it's it's a little different than what I wanted them to uh do.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you have uh you watch them grow and you see their strengths and their you know mm-hmm. and they're really excel and you, we put it in a category you know i know <laughs> you know like when i we had talked he would be a great this he'll be a great you know mm-hmm. boy he'll be a great doctor and then when they come with something else it's like whoa wait a minute <laughs> you know you know that wasn't what i had in mind you know right
0: yeah <laughs> but, and, know, I, and so, I just go ahead i'm sorry no, I know I know exactly what you're saying yeah. uh, and, I know it. and I'm thinking money I'm thinking stability right. I'm thinking right. and you know and again at learning phases he's thinking purpose this is this is what I, you know and so now I just go with it to say okay how can we make some money in this I want you to, <laughs> <'cause> you <laughs> can't be coming living in a house now while you trying to try to go to the livings but nah. but uh but it's you know that that history, I'm a if if I wasn't into music and entertainment and stuff like that, uh, I would definitely be uh into history. I'm a history buff. And what I guess this was this one is a little personal for me because I'm just now finding out a whole lot about the history of uh my family because my dad wasn't there and my dad passed, and so a lot of stuff I'm finding like, like, oh, you know, this is why I do this or this is why. My son likes this, or my daughter likes this, and you know, you know, cause I always wonder like, okay, my granddad is did did this, but I sing, and why is that and um, uh, y'all both know my my cousin john <laughs> his his dad's like, yeah, your dad was in was in our singing group before uh he quit he was he was a good singer, like what oh. <laughs> and, wow. and you know, I'm you know finding finding that out. So as I wrap it, because I, I hear the coffee machine going off, and look, we'll stay, and they'll kick us out this coffee shop, <laughs> and I don't want to kick us to kick us kick us out. I don't want them to kick us out, and then I don't want y'all wives or y'all daughters to call and say, "Dad, where you at?" <laughs> uh, I want to end with this question: What do you? What do y'all say? And I'm gonna I'm gonna start with uh, Gibson uh, for someone that. That's for some dad that's just, that feels like they just, that's like me when I, I mean, when I, when I had my, when I had my first child, my, my son, and I'm, I'm big on history. I'm big on, like, I didn't know, I honestly thought I knew a lot about myself, but didn't really know a lot about me. Didn't know a lot about my family. And, you know, I got to raise this kid, but he does, I don't have anything to kind of grass to because it didn't have a dad there. And I really didn't have history there. But you know, there's someone that may be listening. I sound like I'm at church. There's someone that may be listening that may <laughs> feel that way too. That may feel that way too. Like I'm just out here and uh I don't have anything to pull from. And that was my focus is I ain't have nothing to pull from. Uh, thank God I had, I had uh people like uh uh almost said your your title Mr. Dooley <laughs> Vince, is fine. Vince, is fine. <laughs> Vince uh uh we call him Pop Watts and um you know I had uh growing up I had uh John Jackson Sr. and uh had this guy named Roy Eichelberger and you know I just I could go on and on but you know it still wasn't me and I still felt like you know I'm just out here Kind of doing this thing uh, without a family to pull from, without a history to pull from, uh, Gibson. I hope you understand what I'm saying. What do you say to someone that's that's in that position, a father that's in that position?
2: Um, that's a that's kind of a difficult question to answer. <laughs> if I be honest, my my personal opinion is that even for those who Do have some kind of history or reference point, or um, a father in the home, or whatever the case may be. They still, we are all out here. I hate to say it like this, but we kind of all out here winging it. (laughs) You're right about it. (laughs) Like there's no way to be tested to see if what you're doing is correct or not correct. If you reprimanded at the right time or the right way, or you didn't, or you were too harsh, or you're too lenient, or you didn't give them enough information, or you gave them too much information, or there's really you don't know. So I personally and I know this is not, you know, necessarily a religious show or anything, but I personally believe that the only I feel this way about marriage too, to be honest. Mm-hmm. The only way really to navigate this, um, and be maximally effective is to be led by God and have a personal relationship with him. I mean, again, he's the heavenly father, you know what I mean? (laughs) If we're going to, he, he created fatherhood. So if we're going to learn how to do this the right way, it's going to take, it's going to take him and his wisdom and his leading and it may not always come in the, Son, tell your daughter to do this. And it might not come in some deep mystic, mysterious kind of voice, but it's in his leading. It's in it's in prayer and asking him, help me uh make the right decisions and lead my child the right way. And you know, and and then also I am a, a big uh proponent or advocate for finding mentors and mm-hmm. whether they know that they're your mentor or not, you can you can glean from an individual from a distance without having to have formal one-on-one meetings with them. And so, and I, I recently, not long ago, I, I told Vincent that, like, you you didn't know it. I just watched you raising your own children and watched yes. you in your church and doing what you do. You didn't know I was pulling from it to try, kind of help myself be the man that I desired to become, but I found traits in him. And you mentioned many of them, Pop Watts and men like that. I mean, I even wrote about Pop Watts because, I got to glean from their example and in many ways I find myself from time to time saying, I wonder how this would, would handle this scenario. Or I wonder, and I won't even call them because I think I've had enough years in my life of seeing their example that we got kindred spirits, if that makes sense. And Mm -hmm. it kind of helps me navigate, you know? So you watch people who've been where you want to go and, and, you know, last thing I and seem like I'm rambling, but so you know, much you're not. You're
0: not. <laughs>
2: um, I think it's important, and I have told my my daughters this. When we again, when we were talking about how many family members we have. I had to let them know, hey, some of these people I'll be introducing you to. I'm just meeting them as well. Yeah. I don't have history with them. I'm forty something years old, and I'm still learning a lot about my family. So please give me the grace. Um, to grow and learn and evolve as well. And as I'm doing that, I'll bring you along for the ride, you know? <laughs> so I think, I think giving yourself even the, the grace to say, Hey, I know I don't have it all together. I know I didn't have dad available. I didn't, and there will be mistakes I make, but at the end of the day, my heart's right. My, my desire to raise my children is right. God's going to lead me. And I think you'll be fine. <laughs> Man,
0: <laughs> now he said something also before I get to you, uh Vincent. He said something also about marriage, and I had to pull this out though. You know, oh, you can't see it.
2: Keyless oh, ah, <laughs> entry.
0: And uh, do do y'all recognize the guy? Oh, y'all recognize him right there? Yeah, it's married. Go I with this. Go through this. No, he did not pay me. He didn't. I, I'm just I'm hyping up because it is a good book. Man, was he was yeah. Maybe we get him back, and we can we can dive into this book a little bit. <laughs> yes, sir. I appreciate it. But man, what you said. But but go on. I'll save mine to the end. Vincent, you you. What do you say?
1: <laughs> All I'm gonna say is ditto to what Romel said. <laughs> no, the only thing I have to add, without going. I mean, he he said he summed it up, but especially the point where he you know uh, for me just the uh i would say uh that you got to um uh, go back to the source of everything and uh the greatest father is the chief father <laughs> the father of <laughs> yes you know uh to be able to help you and even in that if you if you don't have um a close relationship yet with god the father our father i just uh, he he is uh, such a loving father that even until you wait to that appointed time where you, you choose him as the father, he will put people in your life uh, by way of mentors. Uh, And I just believe that nobody is left here on the Island uh, 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 because we need each other, you know, And, and God knows that everybody needs somebody for whatever situation, whatever, wherever they are in life. So I just don't believe he's going to lead any father if you're out there uh, and and looking for someone, somewhere, someone around you or there's somebody that's uh, there to be a mentor to help you through. And it may be that it may not be one person that helps you with everything, but there may be a multiplicity of people to help you with everything. Mm -hmm. Yes, sir. have to be open to glean, as uh, Rommel said, glean from those that that God puts in your midst to help you get through. And I just believe that, uh, you know, it, as sad as some situations are, experiences are what they are, you know, and we don't make light of that, but uh, I just trust that uh, you don't have to be stuck there, you yes. know, because uh, there's always light <laughs> and life around you. And that, but it may not be in the form or in the, in the fashion or the body that you think, <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. But someone there. So anyway, I would say to that those fathers, in a nutshell, in uh, the uh, find a mentor. Look, 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 who's amongst you that you respect that you can say, okay, I like the way they do that. Pull that little nugget from them? Oh, I, over here, I like the way Rommel does this with his family. or, with you know that that part of his fathership. Pull that from him. Mm-hmm. And by the time you pull enough pieces. You know the puzzle. You know it all. fit, You got a big. You got a complete puzzle. You know and watch. It goes generational. So as you all watching me, I was watching somebody uh, like Pop Watts and and God Rest His Soul, uh, Elder Bishop Award Bishop, and, mm-hmm. and you know some of my uncles, you know, and, and even my you know even my own father and, and so forth. So it it all just trickled down. You know that you know it, it flows down. So every generation and watch this. And some uh, some young guys that are maybe not married yet, or maybe just got married, are watching YouTube. <laughs> you know, <laughs> Lord help us. <laughs> so, yeah, oh uh, yeah. A young man just told me that. Wow, see, wow. He told me that. You there
2: that's you go. But awesome. see
1: how it just keeps it just, that flow just keeps and that that cycle of uh, mentors and all just keeps uh, breeding itself uh, to the next generation. So that's all I wanted to put on, but Romel said so eloquently.
0: That was both. I mean, it it just kind of, yeah, y'all both tied it up in a bow. That's, I knew I got the right (laughs) folk when I asked that question, because that's exactly, that's the answer I was looking for. It was just like, wow, that's, that, that was awesome. And, and, and I I think that's, that's how I, that's how I live. That's how I, father, I pull uh, from a lot of people because you know, like some that may be listening again, I, you know, I don't have that, that, that historical, uh, uh, frame of reference, uh, in my own family to pull from, um, Mm -hmm. and, uh, it's just, it's a blessing, though, to see, it's a blessing, and, and, and it's, uh, It's a huge, it's a huge weight now, (laughs) especially what Vincent said That like, oh God, somebody's watching me. (laughs) So that's why I say, boy, don't get out here. Girl, don't get out here. Where people ask, oh, you, you a mo? (laughs) Who your folk? (laughs) Because somebody is watching. And I pray uh, and I hope that people watching and listening to this uh, got, so I know they got some good stuff out. Uh, Romel, Vincent. Thank you all again uh, for coming to the coffee uh, shop today. And uh, like I said, I hope some was said uh, that you know someone got got some. I, I know I got some from. It. I'm gonna go back listen to it. And take notes like i'm listening to a good sermon amen, amen. <laughs> take some notes <laughs> and, and, and and put it down you know and it was so look it was so good i forgot all my dad jokes there so <laughs> so i'm gonna leave right. i'm gonna leave it alone i bring it right. i bring it back again <laughs> <laughs> and uh guys thank you all again thank you uh thank you. listeners but thank you thank you thank you thank you you're welcome as well um Thank you, listeners, for tuning in. Uh, again, this is Vincent Dooley, and uh, Romel Gibson. I am Joseph Moore, and this has been A Cup of Joe. And we'll see you all later. The uh, coffee shop is closed.